Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, folks. It's V, the Grill Economist, coming to you live on this edition of Drogue News in the Morning. We have with us Jet Blake, and this is The Outer Limits. Uh, Jet Blake is the scientist at large. You can find him over at the Rogue News at Discord, and if you need to get into Discord, you can email directly the producer extraordinaire, the one and only CJ, over at cj at roguenews.com, cj at roguenews.com. And he will give you the keys to the kingdom where you can go ahead into the Discord and talk to all sorts of lively characters like Jet Blake, Algo Cowboy, Velas, uh, Hobo Sermons, the one and only Belage guy, all these mavens that are just lurking in there. Amazing, amazing community that is being built and grown. So with that being said, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, CJ. Good morning, Jet. Hope you guys had a wonderful weekend. Good morning. Yes, I did. Thank you very much. It was a Fantastic. good weekend. Jed, I don't know where you want to start, but I'm going to hand it over to you. Okay. And I know you got a cliffhanger for us towards the end of the show, so let's jump into this. Right. In, in reference to the uh, cliffhanger, remind me in case yeah. I forget or, or we're getting close to the end of the show, so I bring sure. it up. It, it dealt with your Rogue News Discord, and it's true uh, that's important as far as promoting that. It's really developing a community, yeah. and it's it's intellectual discussions which are timely and needed. No. And there's very few platforms that can offer such uh, content content and feedback. So we we were <laughs> we were up till one in the morning last night, uh, and uh, which is late. But there was a lot of listeners from your friends from down under that part of the world because it was morning yeah. for them. So it was uh, some interesting people that normally don't get a chance to participate because it was good for their time zone. But yeah, it was one in the morning when I got off and I thought, hey, I got to get ready for Monday's show. <laughs> and my voice was starting to hurt. Mm. Um, what I well, This is kind of up your alley in today's show. And uh, you have a lot of knowledge, uh, more knowledge than I do, which is good. And, and you'll be able to chime in. But... I researched for today's show because I'm sure most of this listening audience, I'm very, I don't know what word to use. Suspicious would be one. 
concerned or my spidey senses are on high alert whenever there's news press releases statements or articles by the who the world health organization and johns hopkins university sure for whatever reason when they, when they post articles or they're starting to telegraph mm. i take i take notice so here's what today's show portion uh, the majority of today's show is about both the who world health organization and johns hopkins recently started to plant seeds uh, on social media articles about increase in viral fungal infections. Okay. Viral fungal infections. Viral fungal infections. Okay. So knowing how this world matrix works and knowing these entities are characters, I'm not necessarily saying anything negative right now. I'm, I'm staying neutral. But when, when the WHO and Johns Hopkins, they, they work together a lot especially what we've noticed the last three years. I'll mm -hmm. just politely leave it at that. It does get my attention. So as they're planting these articles in these media feeds, I'm taking notice. So I, I get on my forensic uh, Sherlock Holmes hat and I start doing some investigating about fungal infections. And, and where is this headed? What vector? Before you get into that, Jet, Okay. It's again, you and I never shared notes on this. We never talked about it. Um, and all of a sudden, you're mentioning something that popped into my mind uh, this week. There was approximately maybe three years ago a very uh, adept, very um, well put together, well written, well designed video game came out for the Sony PlayStation 4, and then it was also updated for the current Sony uh, Last of Us, okay? The Last of Us. Now, it's a, you know, most people would mistake it for the typical genre of zombie apocalypse type stuff. But what is different about this and the story that this video game uh, created? And, and, and this was a bestseller. This was a blockbuster game. Millions upon millions upon millions of copies globally. Huge fanfare to the point that HBO has just made and released a movie based on it. Okay? And the, what the difference between the zombie apocalypse as opposed to every every other zombie apocalypse where the body is a corpse being reanimated. Well, this is completely different. This is a fungal infection. A type of fungal infection, almost similar to a prion, where it, it, you see these fungal infections where these funguses are taking over ants. And we see this in nature. The ants' entire... Neuro, uh, neurological system has been rewired. Its brain has been reprogrammed. And it's doing things that are beneficial for the proliferation and regeneration of the fungus itself, right? And that's how the game goes. And humanity is, is being transformed into this fungal-type thing, and this infection is spreading rapidly. So that's what the premise of the game, which is now being turned into a hit television series, and now here you are talking about this. So I, I feel this synchronicity to be not coincidental, Jed. 
And daggone it, as usual, you just ruined my show. Sorry. <laughs> CJ, can you believe that? He has not seen the links, has he? No, I don't think no. so. Not at all. <laughs> no, no, I haven't seen the links. <laughs> it, it's funny. I, You know the expression, uh, great minds think alike, or yeah. at least uh, comedic minds think alike, whatever sure. category. Yeah, we're, we're definitely in sync because uh, in about one minute, I'm going to have CJ play that video of the cordyceps fungi that yes. affect the speed. That, yes. Yes. And that's the fungi in the game. It's cordyceps. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So we're, we're, we're on the same page. And uh, this, this could be viewed a little bit as uh, fear porn. Uh, I apologize for that. Uh, but uh Maybe it'll help my my ratings and the views of the show. <laughs> Just kidding there. But this is uh, there's enough hints that this is worrisome. And as a research scientist, and I, I worked uh, two solid years on an invasive, deadly fungus in the lab with my Jeez. technologies. I know it very well. I I learned a lot, and it taught me uh, about another world domain that exists that's hidden from mankind and it changed my entire life uh with uh studying this uh fungus mm. i don't know if i'll get into details on the show but uh, future shows i can relate what i found in the lab i spent uh hours in the lab i in fact i had keys to the uh facility at the college i locked up i set the security code i was there till 12 1 in the morning for years in, in the lab studying this, but the articles about the fungal infections are on the, on the rise. When, when fungus can take hold is when immune systems are suppressed. Correct. Or immune systems have been compromised. So let me ask you in the audience, we know the answer. This is kind of rhetorical. Has anything happened maybe the last three years, for example, not regional, but perhaps globally that could have, affected almost every human being's immune system to the extent where it could have permanently damaged or crippled the immune system. I could, I, I could think of one global rollout that affected uh, the human's uh, uh, immune system. Absolutely. Okay. Well, the jib jab, jibby jab. Yeah. And these uh, fungi, these various fungus are breaching the thermal defenses potentially of the human body which is very scary and a lot of these fungi most of them are drug resistant and there's been very little research on anti-fungal technologies correct it's it's not been a money maker maybe it's been off the radar almost hardly any research and development funds have been allocated they've been bacteria and viral infections that's yep we're all the and CRISPR technology and messenger RNA, the fungal infections and anti, nah, I mean, maybe what, one cent per every $10 spent on other research? It's Correct. like the redheaded red stepchild. No, hardly any research has been, been done. Well, now we have a, 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 the last three years and what's been going on in the pharmaceutical industry and this big push by media and celebrities and the list goes on, uh, there's a phenomenon of lymphocyte fatigue. So there's a, there's a depletion of your B and T cells. 
which leave humans vulnerable to secondary infections or fungal infections. Yeah. And uh, your, your CD4 T cells and your CD8 T cells uh, are very important to fight fungal infections. And these uh, lymphocytes are being fatigued or damaged because of what's happened the last three years. So you're seeing kind of a perfect storm brewing in the background. These ingredients are just starting to, you know, if you're a chef and you're cooking and the, the ingredients are just right and the temperature is rising and boiling, you're like, well, I might have a good soup or stew here. Uh, the conditions are just right. And uh, the reason why I'm concerned will be uh, explained after this uh, video. It's You mentioned this, V, but it's many of you have seen this before, but I thought it's worth, it's like maybe three minute video mm -hmm. uh, about these cordyceps. Yep. If CJ's ready. Yep, bring it up right now. Make sure audio is on, here we go. Yep. 80% of all insects live in jungles. Few are more successful than the ants. There can be 8 million individuals in a single hectare. But jungle ants don't have it all their own way. These bullet ants are showing some worrying symptoms. Spores from a parasitic fungus called cordyceps have infiltrated their bodies and their minds. Its infected brain directs this ant upwards. Then, utterly disorientated, it grips a stem with its mandibles. Those afflicted, that are discovered by the workers, are quickly taken away and dumped far away from the colony. Yeah, it seems maybe. extreme, but this is the reason why. Like something out of science fiction, the fruiting body of the cordyceps erupts from the ant's head. It can take three weeks to grow, and when finished, the deadly spores will burst from its tip. Then, any ant in the vicinity will be in serious risk of death. The fungus is so virulent, it can wipe out whole colonies of ants. And it's not just ants that fall victim to this killer. There are, literally, thousands of different types of cordyceps fungi, and remarkably, each specializes on just one species.
But these attacks do have a positive effect on the jungle's diversity, since parasites like these stop any one group of animal getting the upper hand. The more numerous a species becomes, the more likely it will be attacked by its nemesis, a cordyceps fungus. Okay, pretty, pretty gruesome. It is kind of science fiction, like the alien movies. Yeah. That comes out of it. But uh, cordyceps, <clears throat> it's interesting how nature works in design. Cordyceps are very specific for each species. Yep. One will not work on, on another, but they zero in on the genetic, the genome of a particular locus, beetle, yeah. mm -hmm. ant. It only affect that breed, species. These hey, hey Jet. Yes. I'm sorry to uh to to interrupt. I just want to show something because it kind of coincides with what you're talking about. And I just want to give the audience the imagery of this because I think it's gonna better present uh it's gonna um provide a little bit more flavor to what you're talking about. It's gonna give the visual, so to speak, and I think it's gonna highlight some more of what you're saying. So let me just bring this up real quick. It won't take long. So that people could could see this for themselves. And then HBO's The Last of Us is actually based. This gruesome infection and HBO's The Last of Us is actually based on this very real parasitic fungus that turns certain insects into zombies. Growing from her head, that is the fruiting body that contains the spores. The creators of the game and the new show were inspired by zombie carpenter ants specifically. They even gave the bugs a quick cameo. So it's a pretty cool Easter egg that's in the game. The zombies in The Last of Us go through four stages of infection which have parallels in nature. Wired spoke to an expert on the real fungus referenced in The Last of Us. Those are a lot of spores. <laughs> to compare those zombies with similar examples in nature. Most zombies in TV and film are depicted as reanimated corpses, but not in The Last of Us. Viruses can make us ill, but fungi can alter our very minds. One thing it does right, where a lot of movies do it wrong, is that the infected are still alive when they're manipulated. There's lots of examples of this in nature. The brains of living crickets, cockroaches, and even mammals can get hijacked by different types of zombie parasites that alter their behavior. New research shows that gray wolves get infected with toxoplasma by interacting with cougars and their feces, which carry the parasite. Those that are infected are more risk-taking, more bold, becoming the leader of the pack. The behaviors that we're seeing are rather complex. And in the case of ants, the cordyceps parasite spreads throughout the body as a yeast, which secretes chemicals that behave similarly to neurotransmitters in the brain. It looks like the fungus is avoiding the nervous tissue. It's not chewing on it. It's not eating it. These cells might be close to the brain and then secretes molecules that manipulate it in such a way that it behaves so precisely to help this fungus spread. In the first stage, the infected humans don't show outward signs of their condition. In the beginning, the ants don't behave differently. After a few days, you see that the behavior of the ants definitely is changing. In the video game, it starts with a twitch. Twitching, we also see this in our ants. They seem to have sometimes whole body convulsions. The fungus is producing a compound that is similar to aflatrin. Certain fungi produce this, and when an animal ingests this, they get Staggers syndrome. 
so they get these tremors. Then the humans in The Last of Us get a little hyper, moving at high speed as if stimulated by chemicals excreted by the fungus. A similar thing happens with the zombies in Professor De Becker's lab. They're out and about all times of the day in constant locomotion. Soon, The Last of Us runners lose the ability to speak. So do infected ants, in a sense. They don't communicate so well with other nestmates anymore. Ants will sniff each other out with their antennae. The smell of these ants definitely changed. So if an ant starts to smell differently because she is sick, they basically will kill her and put her on a discard pile. There might be a similar social immunity dynamic at play in The Last of Us. I see a pile of humans infected by this fungus and sprouting mushroom bodies. Definitely a pile I wouldn't want to get near, you know. <laughs> Stage two, the stalker phase of The Last of Us Zombies is characterized by obvious fungal growth. The stalker definitely looks more cordyceps-like, so all those strings growing off of the head, they very much remind me of the stalks that we see on our ants, for instance. It looks like the first bit of a mushroom body coming off of the left side of her head. That looks pretty gnarly. Similarly in nature, the parasitic Massapora fungus radically transforms its host's physical shape and gives it a desire to seek out new hosts to infect. This cicada, you'll see that it's missing a part. It's behind its genitals, aptly named the butt fungus, because it loses its butt. That's a fungal plug, and the powder are the fungal spores. This is how the fungus is able to release its spores and infect other cicada. In the game and in the show, this fungus is able to reproduce by biting other humans or by contact with spores off of other humans that have these fruiting bodies sprouting off of them. Mesospora resembles the fungus in the game a little bit. Because in The Last of Us and in nature, zombies have increased energy and they start to spread out and wander. Normally, these ants would go forage for food with their nestmates and nicely follow ant trails. Instead, they actually just wander around aimlessly. Could a similar wandering dynamic be at play with gray wolves infected with a protozoan parasite? Wolves infected with toxoplasma are more likely to wander away from their former pack to find a new one and are more risk-taking, more bold. The wolves studied recently in Yellowstone National Park could be drifting nearer to the source of their infection, cougars, because toxoplasma reproduces only in the stomach of felines. In The Last of Us, during the clicker phase, the fungus has really taken over. In the clicker, the morphology's changed entirely, so it makes me think more of the fungus called chicken of the woods, which is an edible fungus. At this point, the zombies rely on echolocation after losing their sight. In real life, zombie ants might also become impaired because they start. I'll stop it right there. You guys get the idea. Everything that's so go ahead, Jet. Now that you know we've given some visual, um, uh, you know, some visual uh, uh, things for the for for the uh, audience to to see, and uh, some of the um, uh, the background framework on cordyceps and these types of fungus is what they could do. Go ahead, man. The the point to consider is, look how the system engineers, the uh, term I've used for, for many years, the system engineers, look how they work. They must implant, and they use Hollywood to do this, uh, video game in industry as well. They, they first must plant into the conscious and the subconscious possible realities. That's the whole point of uh, science fiction. Star Trek, for example, the series in the 60s, the original Star Trek with William Shatner, Leonard Nimoy, and the others, uh, did very well as far as 
promote the space program, but give people the vision of the future. And a lot of Star Trek we have today, there's communicators and replicators, 3D printers, and the 3D print food now. So it was way ahead of its time. But they need to leverage, it's an unusual human phenomenon that we play a large part in creating our reality. So if they can get uh, humans trained uh, and believe in, in a potential scenario, in a sense, we can help bring that to fruition. We can make it a realization. So they have all these zombie apocalypse movies, these video games. But then when you have terms of uh, agreements, the AWS of Amazon and the CDC that had on their websites, it wasn't a joke, but they talk about the zombie apocalypse and reanimation of tissue. And they have legal terminology really gets you to think this is something that absolutely could become a re reality. And the problem is if you let, let's say you're the bad guys and you've been engineering fungus to exist in warmer human body temperatures and uh, be able to produce spores, which are airborne. This, this would be uh, absolutely horrifying to think about, but if they had the ability, it wouldn't surprise me. It only takes one or two people to have this, especially scientists who would do it for the challenge. Scientists seem to be driven to challenge and first of discovery. Even if the discovery means uh, the yeah, demise I mean, of all life, they're like, I don't care. I still want to be the first scientist to solve this and get those kudos and then get that satisfaction of being the first breakthrough. <laughs> it's weird how scientists think, you know? Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I, I have a running joke. The last words uttered by humanity would not be, oh, no, it's going to be, I did it. Yeah, exactly. So uh, the I wouldn't be surprised if if there's uh, genetically engineering to have this as yeah. a possibility. Now, if that's the case, if you if you want to talk about the ultimate bioweapon in a way to to really affect humanity, if you're designing this, you would first want to roll out a global scenario that obliterated and damaged the immune system. Right. Then right. release spores, airborne, that would uh, be inhaled, and then uh, fungi grows rapidly, and its mycelial network mimics the human uh, network. They're very similar. The the uh, neural network of humans and the electromagnetic nervous system. That's exactly how fungi operate in, in nature. So we're at a point now where it's very serious to remain organic. And what, what can we do to bolster or strengthen our immune system? Mm -hmm. And what type of lifestyles should we adopt, not only right now, but maybe yesterday, certainly the last three years? What, what can we be done so we don't fall victim if uh, a science fiction scenario like this someone or some agency has this up their sleeve wouldn't surprise me if they do so that uh, you can avoid this possible horrific infection 
or uh, just a general in, in agenda it could it could go and um, their agenda can move in different directions. But how do you stay ahead? How do you stay healthy and organic? And that that's the key. You you've, you've got ex expertise in nutrition as well. So I wanted to get into and you might have some some thoughts on this. Yeah, we we have uh, we have natural. Uh, defenses as yes, part of human design. The, the, the human body is very resilient. In fact, it's very difficult to try to kill the human body, especially on a on a mass scale. It's not not an easy task, uh, which is a good thing. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't be here today. But our right. body fights off invading organisms, viruses, uh, bacteria, uh, pathogens, uh, fungi. Our first line of defense is our skin, our mucus and stomach acid if if we inhale a, a virus or a spore hopefully the mucus traps it and we can try to expel it if we swallow a bacterium uh, a virin hopefully the stomach acid uh, can dissolve it if it gets past our first line of defense we have this innate immune system so we have uh, phagocytes which can wage war uh, they, they they engulf a small cell, a bacterium, and encapsulate it and then break its components apart so it cannot spread. Uh, phagocytes also release uh, interferon, and these are proteins that inhibit replication. That's the key. You want to make sure bacteria, fungi, or viruses don't replicate. Well, interferon helps uh, to prevent that replication. The um, other part of our immune system is the T and B cells. They retain a memory from previous infections and they can produce uh, antibodies that were previously formed and uh, they recognize the invader and then they can uh, isolate it and break it down or blow it apart, whatever term that, that you wanna use. Antibiotics, for example, uh, don't work on viruses. I think we all know that. They, they work for bacteria, but not viruses. And the problem with antibiotics is it destroys your good bacteria uh, along with the bad or alien bacteria. So a, a good gut biome, a healthy gut, is absolutely key. And I, it's important from this day forward to, to maintain a good gut biome and that this is going to be uh, very serious now what's interesting i don't think it was necessarily by design but it's just evolved over time it's it's funny how this world matrix works and or maybe how clever it is because our our food the food system in general even a lot of the if you try to get somewhat organic <clears throat> you have to be careful if something says natural or organic is that necessarily true? There's an interesting class action. I don't want to get off on a tangent, but have you heard there's there's an interesting class action lawsuit a fellow in the East Coast, I believe on the East Coast, brought up against a, a nat natural or simple juice. It's one of the Coca-Cola products, but the, the orange orange juice. Yeah. It said natural and everything, but uh, it had... A, he had some uh, independent lab tested and tested it, and it had uh, some pretty severe uh, chemicals, pesticides, uh, 
uh, and it was uh, false advertising and it, was, it could be very harmful and carcinogenic at certain levels. And it wasn't listed on there as an ingredient. <clears throat> so the, I'm keeping my eye on that lawsuit. So even if you're trying to eat healthy or things are labeled organic or natural, there's a lot of trickery there. So it seems like our food industry and, and the fast food industry chained restaurants it slowly since the 70s, 1970s, has been designed to uh, keep us malnourished, yep. break down uh, our immune system, uh, have an unhealthy gut biome, mm -hmm. and kind of prime us. It's, it seems like everything we're seeing today is a result of a mastery 40 plus years of background to get us to a point where we are today jed if i could just I'll, i'm not going to play the video but i'll i'll share the link in with our, our listeners real quick but there's a great conversation exactly what you just said in regards to the entire uh, false narrative in regards to uh the um organic food and i listened to this conversation in fact just over the weekend and uh the uh regenerative uh farmer uh, will harris actually exposes Whole Foods and what they label uh, greenwashing. Mm. Uh, if, you've, if you've heard of that, but there are several layers uh, that it takes to become deeming a product organic, but they've built this system in called greenwashing uh, that uh, allows people who are truly not organic uh, to be classified as that. And, and like I said, I don't want to occupy your, your show, but I'll just post the link in the Discord and really, uh, or Discord and here in the chat and encourage everyone to, to watch that, but watch that to better understand it. Go ahead. Right. And uh, not to be the bearer of bad news, but, you know, survey says, who purchased Whole Foods? They'll be the one and only Jeff Bozos. Yeah. And who's the largest agricultural acreage farm landowner that will be the greatest software designer himself the man who dropped out of college the man who doesn't know how to code the man who is now the premier expert of vaccines bill gates <laughs> right right let's see here uh as i put my sherlock hat on and have my magnifying glass are we seeing a pattern yeah so they um but it's okay because we're going to ban China from buying any farmland in the United States. <laughs> sorry. Right, exactly. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go there. It's, it's better to have Gates do it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, craziness, man. I mean, when you think about that, they have they would have probably put in place some way better agricultural practices than what uh, Gates wanted. Uh, that's another story I'll get into later. But go ahead, Jet. So the... The viruses are abs absolutely a, a, a concern because uh, my my technologies I worked on uh, high viral loads, virons, uh, potential uh, viruses and bacteria affections in the air and on surfaces. Uh, a lot of times, infection, as we mentioned, your mucus system is very complicated in your throat and your stomach acids as a first line of defense. But your bacteria and viral infections, a lot of it is surface contamination, much more so than air inhaling and, and breathing. And typically what happens is the 
touching contaminated surfaces because you can have bacteria and viruses that can survive up to two days um, on plastic or uh, you know countertop uh, handles and so forth. Very res resilient. But if if your hands touch this, inevitably, I do it all the time. But inevitably, you'll uh, rub your eye, yeah, or your ear. You get you uh, got an itchy ear, and a lot of times you transport it through eye and ear pathways. Mm. You bypass the nose, the palate, the mouth, and stomach, and it goes through the eye and ear, and then bam, there it is. Yeah. And I, I it's it's involuntary. I, I'm driving. I'll scratch my ear, rub my. I don't even. I probably do it uh, three hundred times a day, and I don't even realize it. Unless I had a camera on me all day and played it back in slow motion, I'd be like, oh, good grief, how many times do I scratch my ear and my eyes throughout the day? So there's those are the pathways where the body really doesn't have that first line of defense. And a lot of the uh, infections are through the eye and ears, which, which sounds bizarre. So what can we do to keep our gut healthy because a sick gut has an abundance of fungi and other pathogens. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about one of the main ones is uh, candida and there's oh, five, yeah. and I'll discuss the five stages of candida. So let me, let me go quick here on, these are very organic, you know, natural homeopathic. Uh, these are, recommendations that have been around for 7,000 plus years and longer of mankind's recent recorded history. Uh, gargling is good. Uh, gargling helps lower the viral, viral load. And uh, you can gargle with organic apple cider vinegar. Apple cider vinegar is fantastic. Yes. But uh, man, it's nasty. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, but, but it's if you do juicing, uh, it's it's very important to, to add in juicing. But I don't know. I this some of the listeners are probably more of an expert than, than I am. But when I do uh, juicing, uh, greens and then uh, your red beets and so forth, I use probably three to four tablespoons. But that's in a like in a blender, a full blender, and then I I use my water in there and then i'm able to drink that over the course of three days you know maybe, maybe one glass every morning but your uh organic apple cider vinegar is phenomenal if if you're marooned on an island that would probably be my number one choice to have with me so you can gargle with it uh you can sip on it or put it in your uh juicing but uh ooh, boy is it potent ooh, gosh if you try to like Drink a tablespoon. Yeah, I, I tried, man, and it, it was harsh. It was That's real harsh. harsh. Oh, it's yep. harsh. I mean, some that could be a, a good contest. That should be like an Olympic event. Can anyone drink a quarter of a <laughs> cup of apple cider vinegar? Oof, they yeah, should it, get could a an, it could be a new uh, uh, TikTok <laughs> challenge if you, you know. You <laughs> yeah, well, at least it would be a healthy TikTok challenge. Yeah. But, yeah, I'd be surprised if anyone could drink a, uh, a quarter of a cup. Oof. Uh, there's Mother Earth Organic Root Cider, uh, Root Cider. That's uh, that's good as well. So colds and flus often start in the throat and the nasal passages. So uh, sipping on your apple cider vinegar, your uh, root cider will help. 
uh, you know, fevers are good because your fever is your natural defense to break down that infection. So you want to be careful when fevers uh, get above 102 degrees. In U.S., we use Fahrenheit. 102 degrees. You want to be careful. It's above that for more than a, a day or two. That's not that you're getting into concern region. If you're 103, 104, and it's been two days, it's like ooh. But you always want uh, plenty of fluids because you want to prevent de dehydration. Uh, one of the biggest problems for this disease, and I think what they're doing with our food industry and these pharmaceutical approaches, there's massive inflammation. And then that's right. why you have the water on the heart uh, and these athletes keeling over, yeah. people dropping dead. Uh, an explosion of interior inflammation will kill you faster than anything else. And we're having this, you want to keep inflammation down, but you need to stay hydrated. And then, of course, your vitamin A, vitamin D, E, vitamin C, these are all vital nutrients for the immune system. You can take high uh, doses of vitamin C to fight a virus, but you don't want to abruptly stop taking your vitamin C. You want to do a, a slow down uh, titration of vitamin C. You just don't want to be have high volumes and oh, I'm starting to feel good and, and stop cold turkey. You want to titrate down your vitamin C. Uh, not being a, a physician per se, these are just uh, home rem remedies. Do, do your own research. And what's the disclaimer? Always consult with your physician. I like that disclaimer. But, you know, you could take vitamin C and wane it down maybe a week after you're feeling better. Just don't stop all of a sudden. Zinc seems very effective uh, and helpful to, to your immune system. And... Uh, there's zinc lozenges. Uh, there's zinc powders that you can mix in your drink. A lot of these uh, powdered Alka-Seltzer type immune system drinks contain zinc. Zinc's extremely helpful. Selenium. Selenium is element 34. A lot, a lot of these immune boosting, they're all crystalline structures. They're non-metallic. Very interesting why they're crystalline which is another topic of my uh, research. Uh, selenium uh, actually is a semiconductor. And uh, eggs, meats have a lot of selenium and uh, Brazil nuts. So uh, selenium is, is phenomenal. And uh, it, it even helps. There's a lot of studies showing how selenium is, is important in fighting cancer. Um, it, it'll help with your build up your white blood cell count. But there's a uh, berberine. You're familiar with that, I'm sure, in your, your degrees. Oh, yeah. Berberine is phenomenal. It's an uh, alkaloid compound. Yep. It's found in uh, many plants. It's, it's bitter. It's also, it's a crystalline. It's yellow in, in nature. It's, uh, and an alkaloid is, uh, it has a nitrogen component. Uh, um, Quinine has uh, this in it as well. And that was, remember uh, the pirates having scurvy? Yeah. Day? And uh, the, the British Navy, uh, one of the, the physicians found out that on these long naval tours, uh, they, they were having problems with a lack of vitamin C and, and zinc, but uh, berberine was absent. So uh, quinine... That's when they started to have uh, putting lime 
in water, like lemon, lemonade or limes. And, and that's what took uh, the expression limey, meaning the, the, the British U.S. Navy, because they found that that, that would help uh, prevent scurvy on those long trips where they were vitamin C deficient, zinc deficient. But berberine is a very effective, and you can get that through uh, golden seal, gold thread, Oregon grape, philodendron. Uh, there are many sources. It's excellent, and it's antibacterial, <clears throat> anti-inflammatory, antiviral, antiparasitic. Yep. It's a, a, immune and enhancing, and I mean, it's effective against fungi. Yeah. Uh, caprylic acid, is that on your list as well? Found in uh, coconut yes. oil? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your pro probiotics, uh, they're, you know, a good probiotic, it's not cheap. But look, the, here, here's another thing, how they design this. It's so frustrating. They de design this reality. To have these supplements and eat healthy, it's not cheap. And when they have everyone living from check to check, it, it forces people economically to eat this junk food, this processed food that the big corporations have already prepared in the grocery stores or your gas station convenient, your drive-through fast food. So a lot of people would, would love to eat healthy, but they're barred because they're like, I don't have the money. I don't have the money for these supplements or organic foods, extremely expensive. I can get a combo meal, not picking on any particular franchise. Yeah. yeah, but that's, it's killing you. It's, it's a slow poison and it's killing you. So I, I don't know if it's a catch 22 to me, it'd be high priority. To try to restructure your finances or have developed some skill set, a side gig exactly. to have, you want to have multiple streams of income. You yep. talk about that all the, all the time. How many of these books and these gurus say you want two or three streams of income yeah. and be, be, cre be creative. Uh, th there's a lot of uh, things that, that we can do, whatever it takes so that you can afford uh, these, these supplements and to eat healthier. We, this is very serious now because the agenda they're, they're, they're wanting to turn this a zombie apocalypse. They're wanting to break down our immune system. They want massive inflammation these uh, aggressive cancers, uh, four-stage cancers are popping up all over the place. This, I think this is by design. I, I really do. Garlic is, is an antiviral, antifungal, antibacteria. So you can, if you can stand it, you can chew little, little portions of raw garlic or certainly uh, try to increase your garlic intake, whether it's with salad or, or, or food. And what is it? Also a side bonus? Doesn't it keep vampires away? <laughs> no, I don't know. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, there's uh, colloidal silver. Colloidal silver has been known. That the, the militaries, the, the Egyptian, the Assyrian, the Babylonian, Roman Empire, Grecian, the military commanders knew about colloidal silver. They would take... Mm -hmm. On their military campaigns, they would take silver coins and drop them in the water tanks. In the water, right? During, during well, campaigns. In, in, in the massive urns, they put like a silver coin in there and it keeps yep. the water fresh. Yeah, they keep the water fresh. And, and then they, they, they would have uh, cloth. They would have cloths lined with uh, silver, colloidal silver and silver fragments. And when soldiers would get injured in battle, the paramedics would wrap the wounds the slash wounds from the swords and the axes and so forth uh, with silver, silver, uh, micro silver fibers and colloidal silver. 
to help keep infections spreading and sew up the wounds. I and mean, they, they had very uh, advanced mash units uh, in ancient technologies and uh, civilizations using colloidal silver technology. And um, there's different uh, grades of colloidal silver. You, you can have kind of the, the, the junk or C-grade colloidal silver. It might be kind of inexpensive sure. or someone produced. And then there's the, the more expensive. It's kind of you get what you pay for, like wristwatches, right? Yep. It's a difference between a Timex and your high-end watches. You're a connoisseur on that. You get you get what you paid for. So you definitely want to get a a very fine grade uh, colloidal or nano colloidal silver, and that can be done just on maintenance. You can have that. Right. You can have that every day. You don't have to wait till you're sick and feverish and go. Oh, I need to start taking colloidal silver. So there's um, that f uh, flavonoids or uh, antioxidants. And anti-inflammatories have flavonoids or in almost all teas and wines. So I, I've, I've never, I've never touched alcohol. It's just for family reasons. I've stayed away from alcohol, but teas, I drink a lot of teas, iced teas, but then all the different types of brewed teas. They have um, fermented teas right now that taste like IPAs and they taste like beer yes. and they're excellent for yeah, your health. They're delicious. Yeah, these fermented teas, uh, I mean, off the chart health benefit. They're not yep. cheap again. They're, no, they're, they're not cheap. cheap. That's why I tell people, people like, oh, you know, eating, buying organic and getting all these health foods is expensive. And I say, you know what else is expensive? Cancer. Cancer is really expensive. So is heart yeah. disease. Yeah, and death. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's uh, um, Lapacol which is from these indigenous uh, trees, like in Central America. And um, they, they have a benzene ring with a uh, hydroxyl group there, but they're a good disinf disinfectant. And, and they help um, Lapacols. So this is a, a, a good review. I think what happens is the, the world scene, it's, there's a world engagement and uh, there, there's a war going on. And I, I think we are absolutely part of collateral damage. The food and beverage industry, the atmospheric the street turn chemtrails, but the atmospheric salting and spreading, this is, it's affecting now breaching the blood brain barrier. People are acting crazy. Margolins. Yeah, there's there, yeah. there's massive uh, inflammation and aggressive cancers popping all over the place. Now more than ever, we have to maintain good gut health, gut biome, and behavioral practices to to where we eat healthy. And we need to start. There's no excuse, even if you're uh, in an urban area. I talked about my good friend, a mayor who who built his. Um, internal inner city uh, green box uh, grow houses. But we, we should, I, I recommend everyone on Rogue News and, and listening to this broadcast, if for the first time ever, if you haven't, get some seeds and start growing tomato plants, start growing sprouts. You can do this in your kitchen. You can do this in your apartment. You must get engaged. Uh, you can't just watch YouTube videos and go down these rabbit holes for entertainment and think that you're fighting this war. <laughs> I, I recommend you, everyone should be spending 30 minutes for the past three years. Everyone should have spent at least 30 minutes a day preparing. Have you, have you started a, a garden? Have, have you started sprouts and growing? Have you 
worked on eating healthier, exercising, staying uh, hydrated? Have, have you started to collect batteries and drill bits and saw blades, things that you can barter with uh, that, that would really come in handy if you have to use what I call street economy when things really get bad, especially if they change and they want everyone in this metaverse. Oh, shoot. There's something I was going to send you. Uh, I'll have to. Well, maybe I can do this. Is CJ still there? Yeah, I have yes. those images as well when you're ready for them, Jet. Oh, yeah. Uh, show. show uh, there's two pictures. Show the first picture. of This is a candida infection. Oh, well, wonderful. Okay. And this is the, the most proliferated fungus in the American uh, population because yes. the gut biomes of people in this country are piss poor. Nobody eats spicy kind of foods. Nobody eats uh, fermented foods, which are uh, incredibly rich in uh, you know uh, uh, probiotics that help fight this nonsense. It's crazy. Right. So here, let me let me talk about this. This candida is on the rise and yep. uh, this this is nasty stuff in it and it will kill you. And the Western world, especially the American diet, this is rampant. This is in, you don't want this inside your organs and your body. And I think that this is unfortunately the case. So let, let me give you the five stages. And these are warnings. Um, there's vaginal yeast infections, severe PMS, urinary tract infections, body rashes, uh, difficulty falling asleep, acne, oral thrush, uh, gas, bad breath, body odor, bladder weakness, sunspots or liver spots is another name, craving for sugar, craving yep. for alcohol, belching, heartburn. That's phase one of candida, this fungi starting to take over your body, this, which is not a good thing. Here's stage two, unexplained weight gain, inability to keep weight on, ear infections, tenunitis, that ringing in the ear, ear right. chronic muscle joint pain, headaches, fatigue, uh, acid reflux, dizziness, vertigo, bladder infections or UTI infections, stage three, Inability to concentrate, forgetfulness, memory loss, mental confusion, not, not able to think of words. I'm looking at this. I'm going, wait a minute. This, I might be at stage three. Uh, no, switching around words, letters, loss of previous skills, erratical thoughts, muscle twitching, depression, aggression, infertility. Uh, ir mm. irritable bowel syndrome, diabetes, hypoglycemia, thyroid disorder, stage four, you know, this is, uh-oh, adrenal gland failure, adrenal fatigue, yeah. endocrine system failure, constipation, muscle weakness, hives. Stage five is the picture, those the two pictures I gave CJ, there, the, there's um, though these. This is when it, this is throughout your body. It's in your organs, your 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 gut biome, and it's death. So yeah. I'm I'm afraid if they're engineering, I'm afraid as a bioweapon, ultimate bioweapon would be a fungi, and then 
at just like the uh, the bullet ants and the that this could be a real thing and the the food industry the last three years everything seems to be designed to wipe out the immune system and get you vulnerable to where a fungi can take over the body it can take over the brain and the neural network system and then yep. if it's sporadic and uh, spores you've got this this frightful zombie type apocalypse well, you want to know something like everything that has to do with the American dietary system, uh, you know, all these foods is specifically designed to destroy the gut biome, processed carbohydrates, uh, hydrogenated oils, the poison that is seed oils uh, that people are starting to discover. This is a big, big problem. You know, I look at certain diets, especially like the Southeast Asian diets. There's a lot of fermented foods, fermented pickles and fermented meats and this, that and the other which all play important benefits to the gut biome. These are things that are devoid and lacking in the typical American diet. And this is what you see. Candida is a huge, huge problem. Most Americans are always borderline dehydrated, borderline constipated, and borderline anemic. It's incredible. I agree. I mean, that's that's what I think. Uh, we... Uh, like, what do you call a country that's this, like, detached from reality, man? You know, dietarily, the population at large is detached. Politically, the population at large is detached. Spiritually, the population at large is detached. In every metric, it's bad. Yes, because it's the, the, the system engineers, they are shredding humanity they shredded the family they're indoctrinating the, the kids where no one can identify what a female is anymore this has got to be a boondockle for plumbers because now they got all these different types of bathrooms now yeah you, can, you can't even say uh well not only that i, I think even in, in, in plumbing you cannot even say male and female pipes anymore a male fitment you know to a female fitment that, these are plumbing terms can't even use that anymore yeah, so you go to a hardware store and you go, do you have a 90-degree they or them elbow? Yeah. Uh, do you, yeah. <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a they, them end link? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, uh, my God. The, and, then, and then the oppression, if, if you dare think or challenge the narrative or you try to warn uh, the community and, and give it advice, then there's uh, persecution and, and – and, other countries like Canada and Germany, there's a legal prosecution where they, they try to sue or uh, j jail sentences uh, viewed as hate speech or something if you have a particular email res response. So they're silencing what you can and can't say. They're trying to uh, pre predict pre-crime, thought crime with their advanced technologies. We talked about that um, several shows back where they're headed there, kind of that minority report uh, concept of that movie years ago with Tom Cruise. So they, uh, they don't want us to have any physical defense or intellectual defense. They don't want us to bond together as a community anymore. They don't, they want, uh, they don't want families strong, what, what they used to call it, nuclear families. I, I showing my age. It's like, I call it the leave it to beaver type. I don't know what would be a modern day. Well, they, they don't want any of that because it's 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 a danger. It's a danger to their system. You know, it's a danger sure. to their control. 
Right. And then they have, uh, uh, as we know, the classic uh, divide and conquer. They have everyone bickering over uh, rabbit holes. What shape is the earth, for example? Uh, is, is there global warming, global cooling? Uh, what's, what's happening in, with uh, politics? All this bickering back and forth and fanning the flames of racism and, and prejudice so that we can't unite or at least be a cohesive community. I, I grew up because uh, I'm in my 50s, but I remember growing up in the 70s where they would have uh, subdivision like picnics. Yeah. Get get togethers where uh, they would maybe uh, block off the street and the kids would be playing uh, some type of kick kickball or uh, street hockey. And then there would be the uh, the barbecues and the, the apple pies or uh, caramel dipped apples and the community would get together and they would do it maybe twice a year, spring and end, end of end of summer, maybe before kids went back to school. Mm-hmm. And uh, they that's when's the last time I it's, it's just probably like a video in the Smithsonian. When's the last time that's happened? So now yeah. nowadays, do, do, how many people how many do you know the neighbor four doors down? I don't. Me neither. I used to. But but I don't anymore. I don't know. Maybe three doors down, which I was that name of a band, three door. I don't. So um, yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> well, maybe three, doors, three down. doors down. But uh, you know, growing up in the seventies, uh, you, you knew your block. You might have known maybe uh, the the city block and neighboring blocks, but the parents knew the kids' names. And I remember getting in trouble. I, I got in trouble by three or four sets of parents before my parents got home, and then I got in trouble by them. Yep, because I did, be. you know, throwing a snowball and uh, hitting a car or, or hitting some, you know, I I, I got a, a tongue lashing or or a swat in the rear end by multiple parents before my parents found out, and then then I uh, got a you know good old fashioned whooping there. So you can't do can't do that no more. No, you know, I can't because... do that anymore. So we know they've systematically designed society to where we're seeing it manifest now, and it's absolute chaos. But it's prime. It's prime for self-destruction, I'm afraid. And they want people to turn animalistic. Yeah. The, the root emotions. And that's, that's what's going to happen when you, when you have a society the way the West has engineered, with the, especially the Western populations as it exists today, godless, gutless, devoid of any sort of natural affection, no allegiances, loyalties are very slim, um, they divide along ideas. They divide along axioms. That's how stupid we've gotten. It's it's it, you know something like this happens. It's not gonna. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be well here. That's for sure. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be. Uh, it's not gonna end well. No. No. So that's we need to circle the the wagons, and we need the communities need to be developed, even if it's sharing ideas and encouragement. Uh, your your discord. This kind of brings us up to last night. I was up till one in the morning, so yep. it was an hour and a half discussion. Algo, uh, crypto, Algo Cowboy, Algo Al- Al- Cowboy. The, he's the Al- he's the uh, the trader formerly known as Crypto. Now he's crypto just Algo. Cowboy. Yeah, good old uh, Saint yeah. Nick. I call yeah. him Saint Nick. So uh, he uh, got on there. I th- he's got the ability, I guess, on Discord said that that I, that I was live because I thought it was late at night for here but there there was some that uh 
popped up on the other side down under and uh, more than 20 showed up. So I said, if more than 20 show up, I didn't think that was going to happen. And they did. It was over 30. Then I, I went into uh, the other platform that I, I just enjoy doing. It's my the ethereal underground. It's spelled with an A, A, mm -hmm. ethereal underground. I interviewed um, Joe, who's uh, we met through Rogue News years ago because I was years ago I was on your platform. Yeah, and uh, he's a Rogue News listener. Lives in Washington D.C. area, and uh, he was episode forty-two, which mm. I recorded last night. And uh, towards the end, there was a cliffhanger. The, the last six minutes of that podcast, there was a cliffhanger. Now Joe had majored in history, and uh, he's uh, he's a recruiter. For, yeah. the, for the U.S. government. And he's had some interesting stories, uh, what he could say and what he couldn't say on the interview. Sure. But we left a, the last minute, six minutes of that interview, a cliffhanger. Well, I, I discussed a little bit about what that was last night, and I I can't tell what the reaction was. I know you could hear a pin drop. Mm -hmm. I don't know if people were scared or they, they didn't want to enter, but it was close to an hour and a half. And it's it's content let's brag a little bit about the rogue news network i think your platform i keep telling people there's content on your platform you can't find anywhere else on the internet facts and I, I am absolutely uh 100 genuine in that statement yep. and the, the discussion that was had on uh the rogue news last night there was a teaser the cliffhanger was an example nowhere on the so i don't know uh if if you want to leave it at that, or if, if you want a little tidbit, I know it's your... Yeah, give us a tidbit, man. You, we'll, we'll go for another five more minutes. Just give us a tidbit. Okay, if CJ, we got five minutes? Go for it. Okay. Um, there's, there's, a, there's an ancient riddle. It's kind of a, a puzzle, a riddle. There's a a movie i think there's a book and a movie talked about the da vinci code yeah and uh that might have got into the knights templar and, and so forth but kind of along that line that there there isn't a riddle there's a puzzle in the ancient texts and there's a timeline that can be uh deduced and it started in a significant historical event in the year 607 bce so that's mm -hmm. before common era year 607 BCE. Let's hop in a time capsule and go back. What, what was happening in 607 BCE? Well, the current world power was the Babylonian world power. They had uh, crushed and put an end to the Assyrian world power who had previously put the Egyptian world power to an end. So Egypt was just a regional influence. The Egyptian empire was overrun by the Assyrians. And then the Assyrians were overrun by the Babylonian empire. So in 607, the Babylonian empire uh, was massive. And that's a key date for this hidden gem. You have to use forensics. But you'll find a hidden timeline and a puzzle that was recorded in 609, 612 BC, 
era. Mm -hmm. If you find out what that was and this, this puzzle starting in 607 BCE, it has grand effect to each and every one of us today. And it explains what is happening to earth. What is happening to society? Why are these governments behaving this way? Why do we, as just mentioned, why do we not have community anymore? Sure. Why is the, the breakdown in the family? It, it, it's all explained because in the late 1800s, in the early 1900s, look at the world's fairs. Yeah. So this, this could be a whole, I, I don't, we'd have to talk privately, the, the three of us, if, if, if this should be developed into a show, a complete show in itself. I don't know if it's, or if it should just remain to the, a private discord but here's here's some clues if you look at the world's fairs of that time period the late 1800s early 1900s i don't yep. know pick any there's st louis the world war's fair i think well, well, let's pick the 19 the 1961 62 world fair the debut of the ford mustang i mean <laughs> there's yeah. so many amazing they were debuting technology it's incredible we don't even do that no more we have gay pride parades these days <laughs> right so if you if you look at these, um, use a search engine and look at the the photographs and the pictures of the late 1800s, early 1900s. Look at the buildings. Look look at the technology that was being used. So this is in the grand days of Tesla. Yep. Um, so this maybe this would be prior to, you know, there's some tensions between Tesla and Edison, and um, you know some intellectual property theft they're pushing and shoving but, but, but these are the days of westinghouse you had jp morgan you had uh, steinmetz uh, heaviside uh, faraday uh, dr royal raymond rife uh, you, uh this it was the epitome of real science and real physics yes so you had you had these world fairs were illuminated do you know with today's technology, they couldn't illuminate the world's fairs like they did back then? If, if, you, if you look at real history and, and do some digging and you find out how these were powered and the illumination and these light towers that could be seen up to 12, 15 miles away. Yeah. They don't have transformers today. The electrical grid could not electrify. What technology was being used back then? Do you know what was the the advancements of airships, uh, what they were doing. Royal Raymond Rife and, and a few others teams, they had cures for cancer. Yep. So Absolutely. what the H E double hockey sticks happened around 1913, 1914, that time period where mankind completely derailed and went into a different direction than where they were headed in that time period I just mentioned. This is an ancient riddle. It's an ancient timeline that explains when you dissect this and understand the clues and you have clarity, it explains who and what's involved. And I'll give you a hint. This is off planet. Alien. Off planets involved in this. Mankind, something happened where mankind was heading in one particular direction, got diverted into another direction today, and we have a reality and we have a direction today that 
by design is in jeopardy of destroying humanity. Who who are the characters? What, what, what am I talking about when I say off-planet alien? Am I, am I, am I smoking wacky-dabacky? Am, am I uh, eating some shrooms? No, no. Th this is some serious stuff. Th this isn't a, a rabbit hole for entertainment. This is crucial to understand what the heck is going on. What is this ancient riddle and formula that's hidden but can be deduced? What happened in 607 BCE? What happened in relative recent history, 1913, 1914? Why was there a severe detour of human society? What was the optimism? Look at the headlines of the newspapers of late 1800s, early 1900s. What happened? I tell you, is exactly what happened. And when you find this out, you'll realize this is serious stuff. Do you have a family? Yeah, you better pay attention to this. This this isn't a clown show. This isn't entertainment. This is serious stuff. You don't find this on YouTube. This is, you know, I don't mean to poke fun of uh, Joe Rogan and so so forth. The Alex Jones type. Th that's like Bud Light. Those are general broad topics. They have millions of views. No, the the real answers are deplatformed. They're shut off. And the real information, sometimes the messenger, the information are terminated because the system engineers do not want each individual or communities to understand what's going on. And it's going to be very drastic if life will not exist and the definitions that we have right now will not exist seven years from now. What do I mean by that? Right now, they it, it sounds like a comedy skit, but it's true. They can't define a woman. Like, how, how can you not define what a female, a woman is? Oh, I can't. It's, it's convoluted. When they start changing definitions within seven years from now, the definition of what a human is will be changed. A definition of organic changes. A definition of life changes. The definition of death even changes. Yeah, that's how it starts. So, uh, we, we have this. This is, you know, danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Remember Lost in Space? Yeah, I feel like that robot, you know, he's waving his arms around and the heads lighting up danger. Well, that that's so uh, this is serious. And um, the solutions are very complex and they're not easy. In fact, they're yeah. gut wrenching. And these are some of the generators, the pictures from the World Fair, the Tesla Westinghouse uh, generators uh, that you can see for here, the, the Tesla egg. These are what powered the lighting that you could see from forever, basically, the, the amount of power these things were putting out is incredible. First Tesla, alternating current induction motors. I mean, this is next-level stuff, man. Right, so they had technology. He knew how to churn the, the ether. There's yep. abundant energy in the, the etheric field. It's endless. There's a way to cause interrupters. There's a way to cause vortexes to extrapolate the energy. That was crushed, yep. slapped down and crushed, and... Anyone that had the knowledge was terminated, even yeah. to this day. So there, there's there's a lot of weirdness going on, and it's not good news. So the shows like this, it, there, does it have entertainment factor? Yes, but the, the reason for the show, and you had me on and we had these discussions, we started in, with uh, CJ recommending a name. We came up with The Outer Limits. This, this is to save 
our lives, not only now, but for all eternity. Like what happens at death? What happens at, with your consciousness, the essence of who you are, the non-physical realm? We, we better start understanding this like pronto and then start engaging what is this spiritual warfare, this conscious warfare that's much more advanced than a physical, a conventional warfare. Who's got the, well, there's a few obscure books and then there's, there's woo-woo content providers and there's new age. I think that's all distractions. It's, it's not, it doesn't lead you to the correct answers, the correct conclusions. So there's a lot of chatter out there that's misleading and it can end in, it can end in uh, a fatalistic dead end. Very well said, Chet. So, um, yeah. So we'll 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 talk about that. Yeah. And then I uh, I gave CJ I texted you a picture, but I don't know if you're able to upload it you, you or not. Text it. I I think I texted you a fo- picture. Did you get it on your phone? Uh, well, yes, but of all times, I don't have my phone connected to my. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we, we can talk about this. It's really strange. I was at um, I, I was at a Walmart, and. Uh, well, you know, Walmart's got some some good people there. I worked with Walmart for three years. That's an interesting story, uh, mm-hmm. say for a, a later show. Not, you know, just like any corporation, you got some real, really good, hardworking, honest people, and then you got some bad characters. Walmart's no no different. A lot of good people. I worked with them and Sam's Corporation three years. Sure. So I was at Walmart the other day. This was yesterday, and I sent CJ a picture, and and uh, just to describe it, since he can't hook it up to the, there was these blue, I went to park and there was 50 slots with these blue signs. I go, what, what's with all these blue signs? And it says, uh, pickup zone, the pickup zone. What, well, these signs are, they weren't there last week. So these are within the last five days, Uh, a contractor installed all these. So I had to park way down at the end of the parking lot, grousing, to get just to grab a, a few items. And these spots were empty. There's maybe two people in these 50 spots. Pick up. So I'm I'm not in a good mood. And there's two two employees, you know, like late teenage kids. I guess they were collecting carts and stuff. They had their safety vests. I go, what's going on? What's with all these blue pickup? Uh they closed off a fourth of the parking lot, but it's up towards the front. Yeah, they're not. They weren't handicapped, right? But not handicapped. They're like, oh, yeah, that's the that's the new. Uh, the, those are pickup zones. So these are people who are ordering uh, order online. So they're ordering online through Walmart.com. They're paying for it. Their app gives them a pickup zone. They come in. We have everything packaged and bundled, and we come in and scan it and load it up in the car. And then uh, they, they drive off. So I go, you're kidding me. They go, no, it's, 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 it's where they're headed. So I did, I did some research and, and they're, they're like 40% of their sales or more now online and these transactions. So I, I did some digging. This is a bad sign guys of what's life going to look like in the next four years from now. Yeah. It's not good. It is not good at all. When I did some digging, Last night, I'm like, uh-oh, this is what I was afraid of. So maybe that could be something we can talk about. Absolutely. Okay. 
Jeff, thank you so much for joining us, folks. Thank you so much for listening in. He will be back next Monday. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment, and share. It really helps. 60% of you that tune in for these shows do not even subscribe. There's many, many thousands of you that watch this uh, post-broadcast, so make sure you guys click the subscription icon and hit the notification bell as well as the thumbs up and leave a comment, good or bad. It all helps. And with that being said, CJ, take it away.